Hello and welcome. I'm Jenna. And I'm Mary Frances. And together we are Insanely Relative. Hi, everybody. Today is Wednesday, May the 18th, 2022. We are going to be interviewing a very dear friend of mine. But before we start that and before I introduce her, Jenna is going to give our quote of the day. Yes. Our quote of the day is, soon enough, you'll find yourself in the shoes you always imagined yourself to be in. Right. So everybody knows we've been doing this sequence on dream jobs. And what prompted us to talk to my girlfriend today is she had called me and she's like, I just listened to your podcast and I think you should refer to it as a dream role. So today we have Angela Walter, who is a very dear friend of mine. She is a hairdresser and a mother of three beautiful boys. And welcome, Ange. Hello. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Angela. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for listening to us and supporting us yes. in our venture. I always look forward to it. <laughs> so Ange and I have known each other for what? So a long time. And um, very like-minded agree to disagree on things that we're not like-minded on and just have been very, very good friends. And I admire this woman so much. Angela is the one that I always say that she is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and she absolutely is. We're laughing because we already hear crying from the other room. <laughs> I said as long as no, you know, they can interrupt with extremities bleeding. There are tears that we hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. This is real life. We want our listeners to know we are real people. <laughs> so, Angela, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came to be and feel that this is your dream role? Oh, well, I mean, I did the typical thing after high school, went to college. After college, I started working. Yeah, I started working. Um, Yes, selling in life insurance. And then I met my now husband, but at the time didn't really realize it down here and decided to move down here and got a job, like first job I applied for selling cars. And then um, I went into the service department and I remember just being so upset that all the people that came in arguing, mad at us, would always get everything for free and all the nice sweet people in the world just paid full price and um i it just it really started bugging me that that was how it would run and i would fight for the good people and nothing would ever change and i just knew that i had to get out of that that role but i wanted something because i knew at that point that my um my heart was to have children and something that could be flexible because I knew if they went to school, I'd always want to be a part of that, you know, be able to go to school and help with all the things or PTA or whatever it is. Um, and so from, I just left Red Bean service department and went to hair school because uh, my aunt, two of my aunts and my cousins up home all have salons in their house. So Needless to say, um, I've had pinup salon since 2006. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a long time. Um, it's just in my house. It's just me. Um, it started um, 
to go to school. Yes, uh, I don't know what year that was, <laughs> but um, well, what's the oldest one? I'm at ten, so five years ago, mm -hmm. uh, and I loved Tinicum, and it was great. I was able to like go and be a part of PTA or be a homeroom mom, and I loved that. Um, and then always pulled on my heart, but it never pulled on my husband's heartstrings <laughs> at all. And then um, the pandemic hit, and we just chose to keep our kids home then. And then I all fell in love with it, and so did my husband. So, um, well, because they were home, right? Their school was not in session correct? at first, right. right? At first, yeah. And then that first year back, we just decided because we weren't sure what it was going to look like just to keep them home temporarily and then like I said we just kind of fell in love with it so we stuck with it mm -hmm. so um I guess back when I quit Fred Beans because life was unfair <laughs> um I didn't know that this was going to lead to where we are today but um I have it on my wall my like favorite quote my motto is if you want to change the world go home and love your family by Mother Teresa. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like what I live by. Like, grow good humans. You know, at the end of the day, people mean more than paper or plastic or anything else. Um, just what you need, you stop what you're doing, you bring them a meal or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, really well. <laughs> and Jenna, I can attest to that because. I will never forget my husband had an accident and mm -hmm. he showed up with the twins. They were little, like yeah. in baby yeah, they were carriers. Tiny, They're in baby carriers and her older son. And she showed up with a crock pot of pulled chicken, yeah. which was absolutely delicious. And I'm like, where did you, what are you doing? And she's like, cause this is what you do. Yep. This is what you do. You take <laughs> care of the people you love. And I was like, Oh my gosh, right. just so floored. Right. And you are raising wonderful humans. Um, they are so polite and they are so sweet. Right, Jen, when you met yes. them? Yes, yes, very much so. I met, had the pleasure of meeting them. And yes, they're all very sweet. And I, I think it was your oldest offered me a drink. Sweetheart, what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, he was an old soul. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then through this, like, I love quotes like you guys give and like we live in the mundane like every day is mundane like yeah. no matter how poor or rich you are you live in the mundane and so you might as well love it mm -hmm. right so like I love like you do Mary Fran like cooking and serving people and um gifts are kind of my love language so to me that's like a double love language right like mm -hmm. <laughs> not only is it a gift but it's made from love and um just keeping the house running and making my husband's life easy because he works so hard for us. And I know you, can, you feel the same way. Parallel, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'll keep evolving, I'm sure. But right now it's just like enjoying them while they're little and also letting them be little, like letting them be child children with um, imaginations. And like, that's so important to me. Um, and this lifestyle allows us to do that. And, and I love, and I know you will know this is a compliment. I love that your kids are always running around outside. Yes. They're, they're <laughs> dirty from playing in the dirt and playing with their little right. trucks. And they're suntanned because they're just absorbing everything from nature. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I love that because that's how my boys were. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I know Jenna, I know Connor loves to be outside too. Yes. Yes. He and does. So he, he's not as suntanned though. He's a little fairer. <laughs> Could be the red hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that makes him so capable. Like, um, a crazy example, two weeks ago, um, I get Instacart, which is groceries delivered to the house and they came and I was going to wash my apples and my strawberries and I put them in the sink with the sink running with vinegar water in it. And my customer came and so I was doing her hair. I actually had enough time to wash her hair, get her in the chair, get a cape on her, part her hair and start cutting her hair. It's one of my children came in and was like, mom, the sink's over running. Oh no. <laughs> like for 25 plus minutes, the sink. Oh no. <laughs> They weren't in the house. They came in the house and saw it. And I literally was like, handle it. Like, go get all the towels. If it's in the basement, get a broom. So they, I never even went out there. I was like, the damage is done. And they handled it from start to finish. And like, those are the things to me that like matter in life. And do you want to know how old they are? Did you do that? Did I know? Oh, uh, Lane and Nick are twins and they are eight, almost nine next month. And Emma is 10. And they handled it. They do. I mean, I mean that's, just, that's awesome. In November, Jesse and I were both sick at the same time, and they literally, like, fed us and kept us going. Mm -hmm. Aww. Yeah, like, every morning, Nick would make me, Mom, do you want your smoothie? And they just handled They Like, they fed themselves. They did everything. Mm -hmm. that's, they, that is so phenomenal. Right. And not that other children aren't capable, but that's, like, my... That's why I think I do what I do, right? Mm -hmm. Like I set them up for knowing how to live life. <laughs> right. And to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And to fail. Because oh, if they yeah. fail, they learn from their failure. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, when they were younger, though, I'll be honest, from 18 months to three years old, I can remember being at the dryer, folding laundry, crying and being like, I need a real job. <laughs> <laughs> real job where I leave this house for a long time. However, I had three children from 18 months to three years old. Right. You know, right. <laughs> that's just a rough stage. And then times three. So, yeah. Um, and I was at that time, very bad at asking for help too. Right. So I brought it on myself, but as much as that was chaotic, I still did love it. And now we're just like in this like perfect little season where they are just they're just easy. They're, if anything, they're helpful. Well, and that's what I love about you because you are honest. You are very like, life isn't perfect. My family isn't perfect, but right. this is perfectly perfect for me right now. Yeah, that's a very good way of, way of saying it. Yeah. Right. And um, another quote that kind of to tie that in, um, a friend of mine that they're homesteading and they're making a living by having a farm and they are making it you know, making it work, trying to get it on its feet. And she said, and they homeschool their children as well. And she said, um, every day seems so important. And I feel like that's so true. Like, again, we live in that mundane. So every day should be a good day. You know, I don't dread Mondays. I actually look forward to them. And I feel like you know, I want everybody to feel, right? <laughs> you know, like I want to love every day. Of course, there's better days than that, but in general. Right. So fantastic. <laughs> Jenna, I'm sure you have a question for Ange. I do. So 
just because I think listeners might be like, oh, you know, thinking like, you know, you, you, you spoke about what you had done prior to this, up into this. And some people really think that in order to homeschool their children, they need to have some sort of education background or an education degree, which I know is not the case, but I wanted to speak to that and just say like, how are, how do you handle that? Do you get questions about that? Like, oh, well, are you a teacher? Do you have a teaching background? How do you do your daily curriculum? Yes. Um, definitely. And now I think homeschooling is different than even five, 10 years ago. Um, but there are so many curriculums that are affordable. There are even some that are free. Um, and then there's some that are pricey. Um, actually it helps guide you for, it's more of our, the mom's sanity, right? Mm -hmm. Like children just, they're sponges. They absorb it all. They Mm -hmm. cook it all in everyday life, but we want to know that we're checking all the boxes and mm-hmm. <laughs> things. Sure. Um, and you, sometimes it takes a few different curriculums or tries or you have to mix and match. And I finally feel three years now that like we finally found our groove, like what really works for us. And um, some days I think, oh, it's easier because my kids are so close in age. Mm-hmm. And some days I think that makes it even harder because they are so close in age, meaning they need so much help because they are so young, but they're all on three different levels, right? Like they all yeah. thrive in this and some, but um, that's where I finally feel like we found our groove and what works. Um, we personally homeschool all year round because on days... And in the wintertime, when we want to go skiing every Friday, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about taking that day off because I know that we've schooled July 1st. Right. You right. know, so, and I also just think it's good for the kids. They never lose what they had. We never have to try to gain it back. True. Um, so for us, that just works better to homeschool um, throughout. But to answer your question is there's so many curriculums. There's so many co-ops now. Again, things can get really pricey, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's hard, especially times three or more. Um, but you find your people. Like I'm blessed to have five, like really good friends that also homeschool. Mm-hmm. So that makes it nice. Like Valentine's Day, we had a big Valentine's Day party, so the kids still get to do the little handout of Valentine cards, mm-hmm. and you know, you you kind of find your people no matter what you're doing. Right. And the kids, like, they raise chickens, so you're teaching them about that as well. Yeah. Like, just to be well-rounded. Yes. And and truly, the reason why we have chickens is because we homeschooled. Because before they were homeschooled, the mornings were nightmares. Like, right. I would lose my mind. <laughs> then I would feel awful. They'd get on the bus, and I had just yelled at them because the last 10 minutes are always the hardest, right? Like, mm-hmm. who doesn't have a shoe on? And why don't you have A, B, and C? Yeah. And then you feel awful, but it was always a race to get out the door. And now it's, I'm scared of chickens, so I don't (laughs) touch them. I don't feed them. I don't do anything. Those three boys handle them completely, but it's because they have the time to do that. Um, We started a little farm stand, so, and again, that's on them. Like, I'll remind them, don't get me wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. sure. hey, have you checked the eggs? Have you did it? You know, but it's them. They... But that I can, I think it's just because I feel like we have time, mm-hmm. and some people might thrive on the schedule where. I just do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very hard. It's very hard to be on such a regiment that when something, you know, especially with three kids, when something falls out of line and it's not yeah. going perfectly, 
and you literally have to catch the bus. Yeah. It's yeah. not happening. Right. So that's good that while it's because trust me, it is regimented. Like I have been over here and it's like, nope, do not come before a certain time because right. we're doing school and this right. is what we do. And it's so it's very disciplined and very loving. And like I said, those boys are just fantastic. They really are. <laughs> and they are. They're very, very helpful. But that is at the end of the day, what I like rule number one is love everybody. Like mm-hmm. People before plastic. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, right, Jen? Right? That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> um, for toys, but like, then I remind them, like, what's more important, your brother's feelings or that silly piece of Lego plastic, you know? Mm-hmm. And and they always know. <laughs> they know the answer before I have to tell them. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but I also like that it allows, like, last week, Emmett went to hunting camp with Pop Pop in the middle of the week for three days, hunt turkey hunting and. Nick went, caught a ride with him, and they went to my mom's, and he did all of her mulching with him, her Aww. and helped her get it done. And, like, those are the things that matter to me, right? Spending mm-hmm. time with Pop-Op and with Grammy. So, right. do that. Right. Yeah. I think that is it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. And then well, as a stay-at-home, like, wife or mom, like, I – you feel the same. Like if I had a nine to five job, Jesse's flexibility would be mm-hmm. not what it is because if the kids were sick at school, he would have to go get them. If I had a nine to five job, we couldn't leave to go to the mountains at three thirty just because he mm-hmm. hustled and got his job done. So it allows him so much more freedom as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're enjoying the role that you're in right right and, and I'm not I stressing love... to get somewhere or be somewhere right. or have somebody or deal with you know something else <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get a little note pushed <laughs> under the door soon <laughs> <laughs> are you enclosed in a room oh yes, yes. The, the note has been delivered <laughs> oh that's sweet <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a picture. Oh, it. Oh, I don't know. Lane drew a picture, maybe of him driving. He just got to drive the big tree spade. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> Very nice. Oh. <laughs> so go ahead, Jen. I'm sure you got another one. I know you're you were very prepared today. Yeah. So, so I think it's really important what you talked about about teaching them like people before plastic and life skills because trust me when I tell you. Um, that there are not a lot of that. There's not a lot of that being taught in schools. Um, my son is in seventh grade, and life skills not doesn't even cross the minds of of the curriculum. And I, I'm not blaming them. I know that they have other things they have to get into that curriculum. But it's even more than important for us to teach because it's not happening in school. And um, my husband and I are very big on that. And you know, even to the point where we just had a conversation with our son, you know, you're 13 now, we need you to be more, you know, self-sufficient and, and, and take initiative and think of things before we have to tell you. And um, so, you know, I'll never forget when COVID hit, it was a funny story. Connor was home and we were, you know, at the first few days we were baking everything and eating everything in sight because what else, you know, we were, it was two weeks to slow the curve, right? Yeah. And, um, so we were doing all this eating and, and baking and I sent a picture to friends of mine and I said, you know, he was cleaning the wood floor, like cleaning it with a, with, down, like hands and knees cleaning it, not with a mop. 
And um, they were like, oh my gosh, tough mom. And I'm like, no, life skills. Like this is, you know, yeah. Is there a chance that when he gets married, his wife may or may not do that? Sure. Is there a chance that she may or may, she may, or may not? Yes. So I, I want him to know all those types of things. And I think, you know, so often things are perceived as one way or another. And in my mind, I think, you know, and as I know you are the same, teach them everything because they may need to know that. And they can't really depend on anybody else either. Very true. I always think that with my husband, um, he's a lot like your Uncle Bill and can, I call him MacGyver, like he can fix anything out of everything. And like, he saves us so much money <laughs> every year by just being able to fix things or to make a hinge out of leather and nails. I mean, silly things. Um, but I just, those are the things that I want my kids to be able to do. Cause truly like it saves us so much money. Like if we had to hire out everything he did, it would cost a fortune. So like you're saying, like, clean the wood floor or whatever it may be, change the oil in the car or right. building something from yeah. scratch. Right. Um, and, and be able to think things through. Like if you're sitting, cause I'll never forget my mom when I was young, we had this big high um, wall unit and she would have a really hard time getting the cords of the things that she wanted to plug in from behind it. So my grandpa, her, her father was very into you know, making things and figuring things out and with anything he had in the house, somewhat like you're saying, like your husband. And so my mom said, you know, how can I get the cords from behind the, the thing without having to move the furniture? And she got a wooden dowel, like a long wooden dowel, and she screwed a hook into the end of it. And I'll never forget her putting it behind the wall unit to pull them out. And I just looked at her and said, that is such a grandpa thing. Like he would have come up with that. And that's the kind of stuff that I really love, I'm really artistic. I, I love being creative. So for me, when somebody can pull like an you know, a original idea out of their head like that, instead of going to buy something or going on Amazon and being like, how can I get the cords from behind my wall unit? You know, they think they think it through and they do it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to pass on to our son is think first. Like what do you have that you can use? And like you're saying, your husband can fix a lot of things and has saved you so much money. And my husband's very similar. Well, my husband's an accountant. I feel like that's all I should say. Um, so yeah, there's always, well, what are we, how are we're crunching numbers? How are we doing this? You know, but it's, it's very important to have those skills because you never know where you're going to be and what's going to, what you're going to need. And I think it's, it's really cool that you teach your kids all these different things. And like you told them to handle the water, handle it. I'm pretty sure if I told my son that he would handle it, but he would at first have panic. Like, well, I don't know. Am I doing it right? Is mom going to be mad? Like, you know I mean? yeah, well, that happens too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not always lollipops and rainbows, right? No. No. But I think, so when you're talking about your dream role, like, did you, I know you had said you always wanted to be a mom and everything. So do you, um, hope that the kids like build a house on the property and stay close by. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, my mom has uh, nine brothers and sisters and most of them live 
within very close range of each other. And I just grew up one of 26 grandchildren and we were all close and we still are close. But and, you're an only child. But I am an only child. <laughs> um, but we just grew up so close and I just loved always wanting to be with my family. Like, and then you hear so many people complaining about their family and I think how sad that is. It's like hating your mundane life, right? Like mm -hmm. it's what we have. I just want to love that. And, um, yeah, no, I always think of, right, have a little <laughs> homestead with all the houses and, yeah. like, help with the grandbabies and all of yeah, <laughs> right. all of that um, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of, I just want them to grow up being just good humans, like, just being happy. Happy humans. You know? Happy and good. Right. Like, successful to me means content and happy. It doesn't right. mean a certain number. Right. <laughs> no, and that's so important. Yeah. It's so important because... Like, so when you were talking about Valentine's Day, when you were having the party and everything, mm -hmm. I get a random text and it's like, hey, we have a little treat for you. It was homemade sourdough, mm -hmm. cinnamon bread, cinnamon raisin bread, and half a dozen eggs. And um, there was oh, some jelly. Jelly butter. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And Emmett showed up and he like knocked on the door, came in, gave me a big hug. Happy Valentine's Day. But you guys had done that as a family. And brought that to me and I'm like telling Bill I'm like oh my god look what they did and it was so special right but that's the things you're teaching them and I think that goes so far right 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 it really does well and my thing too is like you gotta like I love snail mail like uh -huh. I love snail mail always have but I have to give it to get it right right like, you get what you give so like same thing like my love language does happen to be gifts. And so, again, I need to give those gifts of love in order to get those gifts of love back, you know. And it right. doesn't need to be, like, what we think of as gifts, like expensive jewelry and stuff. Just right. those gifts of whatever they are. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of you. Right. Things. Just a note or, you know, yeah. just showing up with, you know, a homemade cake or bread or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. It goes a long way and it's very special. And yeah. I want you to know, I really, really appreciate oh, that. Oh, good. Because <laughs> we have fun. I mean, that's it. Like they, that's like one of our favorite days of the year, just for that reason. Like, I'm going to go deliver. Spreading the love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, we like that for sure. Don't you wish you lived closer, Jenna? <laughs> oh my goodness. She's forever saying that. Just for everyone who's listening. <laughs> Um, I have a question. You there? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, so our quote is soon enough, you'll find yourself in the shoes you always imagined yourself to be in. Um, you talked about the jobs that you had prior to COVID hitting and, and having the kids, um, homeschooled when you were young, what was your ideal job or role as a child? And, and is this something you've thought what you're doing now? Is it something that came to you when you were young or is this because of circumstances you were in? It led you there. So no, I never was like, I want to be this. Like I never had that dream. Um, I will say teaching always kind of like, always thought that would be fun. Mm -hmm. I have a cousin who does it and just thought just like what a neat career that would be. Have the same schedule as your kids. And, um, but then I realized I'm not so good with other people's children. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that took that out of the door. Um, but so I always felt like that. And 
I went to college for business management. Um, and I truly think without knowing, I took business management in college because I knew I didn't make a good employee. I've always been, I don't even say a rule breaker. Just, I mean, I was, I'm very like, I'm a follow by the rules. Like mm -hmm. I see a cop and I put my hands on 10 and two. Like I'm just <laughs> naturally like a rule in that sense. But I also like, injustice almost like working at Fred beans and how I was saying those terrible people would always get the discounts and it just made me so angry. Mm -hmm. And I literally, my parting quote was, and I got a great with the manager. I said, do not give them this for free. And he said, life isn't fair, Angela. And I said, it's not fair because people like you. <laughs> and I walked out. Good for you. It, if we continue to let it happen, it's just going to keep happening. But if one person has a backbone, then that keeps happening. And I've always been that way. Like I've always had that um, feeling of was class president. I was student council officer like that mm -hmm. just has always been natural to me kind of to take that leadership role. And I guess to, and then this, I guess just I'm managing the house, I suppose. But, and you do that whether you have a full-time job or not anyhow, but and don't, don't you feel like sometimes though, like, why am I working so hard for somebody else when I can do it for myself? Yes. Yes. And that's where thankfully pinup salon has given me that freedom. I have the best of both worlds as far as like, I can be home um, when the kids were a little bit younger, I would have a mother's helper so I could still be working and I'd be home, but yet somebody was entertaining the kids. Um, so that. Again, that wasn't why I got into hairdressing, but, mm -hmm. um, and hairdressing was not for something that I loved, like, or thought of, right. but it was when I was thinking of a job and what could I do that gave me flexibility, having those role models in my family to see that it can work and can be profitable. Right. Um, I'm like, I can do this. And then I ended <laughs> up enjoying it. Right. Thankfully. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. So no, so then you didn't not really think about doing no when I look right when I look back and you can kind of see it forming, but it was never I was never one of those like I want to be a veterinarian when I grow up. Like I never had <laughs> or that a legal secretary right. or a legal <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I just never had that thing, and I worked in a factory inspecting parts while I was in high school. I was a lifeguard. I was a waitress, which I feel like everyone should have to be uh -huh. at one point of their mm -hmm. life. Yeah. <laughs> um, worked at my aunt and uncle's gift shop for years when I was young. Um, so I did lots of things and I always liked working with the public because I like chatting yeah. like you do. <laughs> so that always appealed to me. And But yeah, no, never kind of realized this is where I would be. Right. Well, I can say that you're definitely rocking the mom role. Oh, well, you really you. are. You're very good at it and you're very loving and kind and it reflects in the products that you have, which are your three right. boys. Well, and again, I can't say that I, I've come into that because when they were younger, mm -hmm. like again, uh, 18 to 33 years old was rough and I was not calm and I was not cool and I was not collected. Um, but I also little by little realized that didn't work right. either, right? So finally, I feel like we're finding our, my groove with that as well.
Yeah, I think you're very calm. I'm always very impressed when you look them straight in the eye and you say, now listen, this is what's happening. This is what I'm going to do. This is what you need to do because I need a half an hour with my friend to talk. And they are very respectful of your time. Yeah, they, least, they, unless they're putting on an act. No, but I don't they think tend so. to be. No, they are. They're very. I mean, we're in like that age, that they're season. That it's we're it's like they are. They're so busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While yeah. I'm working, I am. I don't know what they're doing, but they're. Right. Plus, we live in a great area. Too, yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. That makes life easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, you're doing an amazing job, and I I think that. Um, that the fact that you're so honest about having difficulties early on, because I know I did not enjoy that age either. It no. wasn't until but they, they were like babies. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I loved the baby stage. Love, love, loved it. Even with twins, I loved it. And then they turn 18 months and it was like, <laughs> I didn't know I signed up for this. <laughs> I mean, that was like, I enjoyed them, but that day to day, that was hard. Yeah. That was hard because I had three kids that completely needed me. All at once. And don't you wish that more moms were, were honest about that? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think if we were honest with each other that, you know, know what? Today sucked. Right. And, and tomorrow's right. probably going to suck too because I'm just in that mood. Right. And then I think there's this, this expectation of how people think they're supposed to talk about their kids or think they're supposed right. to be in front of others. Right. But if we were just honest and said, no, you know what? It's been a crap week. Right. And I don't know if I'm going to get through the next one. <laughs> then, you know, I think that it would make the world a better place just because people wouldn't be trying to be something that they're not. Right, right. Well, and for me, my downfall was not asking for help. Um, I had a lot going on. I had two other businesses at the time, too, mm-hmm. uh, in addition to the salon. So it was just I was trying to be Wonder Woman, yep. and it wasn't working completely right. <laughs> um, behind the scenes. and. Mm-hmm that definitely, like you said, other people talk about it, then you would feel like it was more normal. And then the other thing is too, like the guilt of feel like being the stay at home mom is the easy route. And when you think about it, you're like, well, you could either enjoy your own children or you could work to pay for someone else to enjoy your children. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a realization that I had. And not that people... I know some people thrive in their job and And love that role. Don't have that luxury too. Right. But I also feel like a lot of times you as a stay at home mom, you kind of feel that guilt or that shame of taking that role. And then finally I realized, wait a minute, people pay a lot of money to for their like to do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just you know, luckily have the situation where I was able to stay at home with them. Right. Yeah. Right. Honest to God, the boys are just waving at the window. They're so stinking cute. <laughs> they really are. Um, oh, who's that? Which one is this? I always get the twins mixed up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, we get all the time, like we were just at the notary doing homeschool stuff, and she was like, are they triplets? Like they constantly yeah. get that. Aww. Yeah. They and then you so always cute. you always think like someone always has it. I don't even want to say more difficult than you, but like I always remember my high school or excuse me, my college roommate. She had triplets, 
a month before I had the twins. And so every time I thought having twins was hard, it's like, yeah, that's nothing. She has three. You know, you always think you can put yourself in someone else's shoes too. Right. Because we always say that there's always somebody out there who has it worse than you. Oh, yeah. And there's somebody who has it better than you. But there's somebody looking at your life and thinking that you have what they would love to have. Right. You know? And sometimes it's just realizing that too, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's hard to do. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But you have anything else, Jen? Um, just I just wanted to touch on what she was saying about uh, what Angela was saying about, um, you know, staying home and wanting to be with her kids and people pay good money to have um, to somebody else to basically take care of their kids. And that's actually what the exact thing that led me to want to stay home, because I was a preschool teacher and a nanny for a very long time. And I raised all these other people's children and loved doing it. I really did. I loved it. I, you talk about 18 months old and it reminded me of my job where I was a preschool teacher in an 18 month old room. That was like, that was a tough day. That was a tough day, but I kept coming back. So obviously I loved them. Um, but I, I, I would always think like, you know, if I could do this with other people's children, then I have this in the bag with my own. And there are days where I'm home and I'm like, I don't have it in the bag. No, no, I don't. Um, but, but I also, I also love it. Love every minute of it. I love, you know, when he gets off the bus, I'm the one that he sees. I love, um, you know, that we have our conversations and our little teachable moments. And I wouldn't want it any other way. And I know for a fact that there are people that have and have told me that they just wouldn't, they know that they wouldn't do it well, so they don't do it. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. Um, I'm just not one of those people. I, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be the one he saw when he woke up and I wanted to be the one he saw when he went to bed. And that was important to me. Right, right. And I had the same thing. Like I was lucky enough to stay home. We had the family business so I could do the office work, you know, on the property and so forth. And my mom would come once a week so that I could really concentrate and do what I needed to get done. But I I just remember being very overwhelmed one Christmas. And I was like, you know what? I finally said to Uncle Bill, Jen, I was like, I'm not doing Stromboli this year because I would make Stromboli for everybody. I'd throw some in the freezer to have if anybody came over. And Willie came home from school and it said, what is your most favorite memory to do (laughs) with your mom or with your family? And he put making stromboli with my mom. And I was like, shit, shit. I'm making stromboli again. (laughs) Yes, you are. It was just, he was in elementary school and I was just like, don't realize Mm -hmm. that time that you spend together, even if it's just a little bit of time in the kitchen. Right. Mm -hmm. That they appreciate it. Right, right. And they remember it. Yeah. Right. And sometimes, right. right, it won't be the kitchen. It'll be the garden or something. Yep. It will be something else. But yeah, it's just finding what kind of makes everybody tick yeah. together, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she only got three notes and two visits at the window. So we did really well. <laughs> oh, they're adorable. How sweet. I'm so sorry I'm not with you guys. They're adorable. I know it was hard because of the, the scheduling, but at least Sorry. thank God for technology. Right, right. Yes, that's true. At least we, there's a good thing we can say about technology. Right. That's true. That's true. Well, like I said, Angela, we want to thank you so much because you really are a force to be reckoned with. I admire you. you and I just think that you are doing a fantastic job and you are raising 
beautiful human beings. Well, I'm not done yet. But so. You're, you're <laughs> on the right path, my friend. You are on the right path. It's easy when you do love what you do, whatever it may be, right? It makes mm-hmm. it easy, whether yeah. it's waking up at seven to get to a job on time or whether it's yeah. whatever, it just, it, that makes it easy for sure. Well, you can tell you love it. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah. do you want to say the quote, Jen, and then we'll, we'll say bye to everybody? Sure. I'm actually not going to say the quote that I said in the beginning. I'm going to use one of Angela's because I wrote down some that she said. Okay. So let me see. Um, I think the one I like best is if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the one you said was your favorite, right, Angela? Yep. That's a Mother Teresa quote. Yes. 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 I love her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was great talking with you. Yes. Thank you for having me, both of you. Appreciate of it. Of course. Thank you. And with that... Namaste. Namaste.